launched in 2014, basically a board management product, hyper secure, share the board decks, mobile tablet and makes it easy. Typically people that are paying for it are the CFOs, the CROs, the CEOs on these companies that are preparing the deck. They've got over a thousand enterprise customers paying on average ACV of call it 7,000 bucks. So about 7 million bucks right now in ARR growing 60 to 70% year over year. They've raised $5 million to date, 3% revenue churn per year. That's gross. They add back 12% in expansion. So 109% net revenue retention annually spent a dollar to get a new dollar in CAC. So healthy payback period there of 12. Team of 100 people based in Indiana as they look to continue to scale. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Perun Shada. He's passionate about building collaboration software that inspires and enables teams. They're building the best board meeting experience through their onboard product and the most versatile employee collaboration experience through their employee portal solution called Onsemble. Their teams are uniquely focused towards customer success and meaningful uh, innovation. They're based out of Lafayette, Indianapolis, London, Toronto, and he lives in Chicago. Perun, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Hi, guys. So the company is called uh, the company is called Passageways, and it sounds like you have two separate products. They're both SaaS companies, I assume. They're both SaaS products. Onboard is for board collaboration, and Ensemble is for employee collaboration. And which one came first? Ensemble came first. We've always played in the enterprise collaboration sandbox, and we went from employee collaboration to could we actually keep going? And the next adjacency was management meetings, and then board meetings. Interesting. So do the same, let me ask you, do most companies start with your ensemble product and then you upsell the onboard product afterwards, or these are really two separate customer bases? They are actually co-mingled. We have a lot of overlap, but there are several, most customers have one product. Interesting. Okay. But we see more and more overlap. Okay. So just because of, because it's such a short interview, I want to dive deep into one of them. Which one would you say is you spend more time on or which one does more revenue? What's more exciting? I think the board product is a great product to really talk about because most of the audience is going to be CEOs running companies talking about raising money and, you know, uh, in board meetings. Okay. Let's do that. So, so on board. So this particular product, uh, what year did you launch it in? We launched it about four and a half years ago. Okay, so we'll call it what, 2013, 2014? Yep. Okay, and uh, and help us understand, you know, who you're catering to. So uh, I assume, are the board members, the investors paying for this or the, the company pays typically? Typically, it's the company that pays. Uh, the product itself is to remove the communication uh, friction between information that the management team pulls together for often monthly board meetings. Sometimes it's not monthly. Uh, you also have quarterly and, and all other variations available. Uh, typically, the software is used by uh, you know people who pull together the board information, um, general counsel, uh, CFO, CEO, all those folks. And then this information is made available securely through an online portal that's also available through every mobile app, mobile platform like tablets and uh, iPhones and such. And that's where board members. And, you know, anybody else, you know, this could be your auditors, this could be, you know, um, your counsel that are outside, they, they all have access to the information depending on their permissions. And on average, I'm sure you have a lot of different customer cohorts, but just for the sake of time, on average, what would you say the average team kind of pays for the software? Uh, you know, you could get started for uh, about $5,000 a year. Uh, it's per user, uh, but our larger customers about $50,000, $60,000 a year. Okay. Would you say maybe the, the average is closer to five or closer to 50? 
the ACV is right around seven, eight thousand dollars. Oh, okay, fair enough. So that's pretty typical, by the way, right? You have a long tail, kind of smaller, and then you have you know a couple bigger ones that make up a lot of your revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Good. Um, walk me through kind of the 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 backstory here. So you launched the company in 2014. What was your background? Are you kind of ex legal or ex kind of board seat holder, or why get into the space? Absolutely. So uh, when I graduated from Purdue in 2003, I started the you know the ensemble product line with the team that we put together in Lafayette, Indiana, and we got really good at secure collaboration and communication in the enterprise space. Right around uh, when the you know iPads came out, which is you know April 2013, we saw that the boardroom access to information suddenly became very attractive on an iPad, and everybody was trying to think about how what's the best way to dish out this information. That's when we started the journey towards uh, the boardrooms. I started this company in the Purdue dorm room, and it was good to see us actually really get into the boardrooms eventually. Now we have some of the largest customers in the world using our product, including some. You know, a very uh, amazing nonprofits. Uh, Supreme Court in a country is using our product. Some of the Fortune 500 companies, uh, some of the biggest banks and hospitals using our product. So it's it's been actually really a gradual journey where we first learned enterprise communication and collaboration, and then we nailed the use case. And at this point, I believe from everything that I see, we are the most tech-forward uh, boardroom solution in the market. Okay, and and try and quantify all this for me. So this is four years in. How many customers have you been able to scale to today? Uh, we're talking about more than a thousand customers at this point. Okay, okay. I mean, yes, yeah, so obviously, fairly aggressive. That's a lot. Um, and what's the what's the process look like? I mean, how are you landing these customers? Do you employ kind of an inside sales team strategy or outbound or what? It's a combination. So most of it is, you know, uh, about two thirds of it is inbound, and one third is outbound. Outbound does have an SDR. Uh, you know, effort that we put together. Uh, the team's based out of Lafayette, Indiana, and we also have sales offices in other areas, and including you know the names that you mentioned, Canada and UK being the main ones. Uh, most of our SDRs are actually based out of Lafayette, Indiana. Okay, and what's the team size today? Uh, we are right around 100 people at this point, and in about 15 SDRs. Sorry, you cut out there 15 SDRs. Yeah, that's right. And how many how many account executives does each SDR support? So we have almost a one to one ratio on the SDR to AEs. And how do you uh, structure how do you structure kind of their incentive plans? Is it around number of demos per month, number of calls per month? What is it? Yeah, so the SDRs have to uh, generate you know an X number. It's between ten to twenty sales qualified leads, and they get qualified when the account execs actually accept that opportunity. Interesting. At that point, they and that's are monthly. Really, that's monthly. So, on a monthly basis, if you can generate about twenty sales accepted leads, uh, you know you're doing pretty good. We win about you know twenty five thirty percent of our you know opportunities. Uh, it really gets into definition how you uh, define what's a win is for us. If it stays in the pipeline for more than four months, we kick it back. That's great. That's interesting. Okay, oh, great. So 100 people, 15 SDRs, they've got to get caught 20 sales accepted leads that gets accepted by the AE. Uh, then I assume that moves to a demo and then obviously they're closing. Actually, there's a often a trial and then closing. But, you know, sometimes uh, the in-house team and the corporate council often does a trial. And then the management team or the board meeting may actually really see the product in action. Um, every now and then you have a couple of people who want to watch a demo. 
Yep, of course. And then um, have you done this bootstrapped or did you raise capital? Uh, bootstrapped all the way till, you know, we got to the point where we really saw that, the you know, we needed to actually play for growth. Uh, so I just four months ago, we took some capital for the first time, actually, you know, right after, uh, you know, we got to about, you know, our, our main milestone was to have the visibility to 10 mil. And right then when we raised money so that now we can actually, you know, essentially take the product global. How much did you, did you decide to raise then all in? At this point, we are, you know, we have about five mil on the balance sheet. Uh, but there's, you know, obviously some line of credits and such that are available after this. Did you do any venture debt as well or convertible notes or that's all just 5 million equity? It's equity. We okay. raised equity. Got it. In terms of visibility to 10 million, I mean, we can kind of do math here. A thousand customers at that 7,000 ACV puts you at about 580 grand per month or 7 million in ARR. Is that generally correct? That's generally correct for one part of the business. Yeah, on that's just one half. Talk about. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's, that's, how, that, that's where the basic math actually really may fall apart. But yeah, we, our goals... You know, the board product line is, you know, uh, with some luck, we may actually be growing 100% next year. That's what we are shooting for. What was growth like? Okay, so if you're doing, again, we're just talking about one side of the business right now. The board product, mm -hmm. if you're doing 7 million AR today, what were you doing a year ago? Uh, we grew about 65, 70% this year. Uh, I think we're right around, uh, you know, 3.5. Okay, got it. Uh, 3.5 million bucks in AR a year ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I mean, if you're now 7 million, that'd be hundred percent year over year growth. No, I'm actually, like I said, you know, the, the difference is the ARR numbers versus the gap revenue numbers, but we did grow 65, 70% this year. That's, that's the ARR growth that we saw. Yeah. So, so just to be clear then, if we go back a year, again, I'm just talking about ARR, not gap cash receipts, annuals up front, none of that stuff. Go back a year, November, 2017, in that period, you were doing about four and a half, five million in ARR, grew 60, 70% to where you are today. For the board business, absolutely right. Yeah, again, the whole interview, we're only focused mm -hmm. to right now on the board yep. business. Um, okay, great. And then what year uh, What year did you launch the the uh, the kind of the team management business, the other side? So the team management business is our legacy business. We've been actually doing that. Even though a portal is a portal is what we've realized. Uh, almost all elements of the communication between the board members and the employee collaboration are exactly the same. We launched that in you know back in 2003. Okay. And we, we do have uh, uh, 350 customers, enterprise customers using that product. Oh, that's great. Um, focusing back on the board product here for a second, churn is mm -hmm. critical in any SaaS company. What is your churn today? Actually, we have been very fortunate with that. Our churns, uh, you know, about 3%. Our dollar retention rate is, you know, um, at this point, I think we are ending the year about 108, 109%. Okay, 109% net revenue retention? Yes. And when you say 3% churn, that's 3% revenue churn per month or per year? Per year. Okay, 3% revenue churn per year, which means then you're expanding 12% to get to net yes. 109. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's healthy. Where's most of the expansion revenue coming? Is like number of board seat members or what pricing axes do you upsell against? I think we, we, we see a combination of three. We see some new licenses, subscribers being added because of you know just boards expanding. Uh, we also see some more committees being added. So you often have an audit committee or finance committee coming on board. And then you certainly have, uh, you know, the upsell on the packages. We have three packages, you know, uh, essential, professional, and enterprise. So we do see people actually just, you know, graduate to the next suite. That's great. And you mentioned earlier your average ACV was caught seven grand. So how aggressive are you being to get that customer? What's your fully weighted CAC on that account? 
we uh, you know at this point uh, you know we're spending about a dollar to get uh, you know about a dollar in ARR okay so about uh, $7000 cac to get a 7000 account yeah yeah we are pretty aggressive you know we uh, we are doing multiple things uh, as soon as you get into global expansion your cac sort of gets out of hand so Why is that? your cac uh, you do have a lot of overhead to setting up an office and you Okay, you know, uh, setting up new payroll, a lot of legal costs that are, you know, one-time costs. And then you certainly have the same for every country you go into. You're establishing new marketing channels and all of that. So I think the costs are, eventually they get caught up. For the moment, we know that we are, there's no way we are uh, in the you know, same unit economics in our other geos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, U.S. is obviously fueling all the main growth. But we do see UK and Canada being actually really uh, big engines of growth going forward. Yeah. And then when you add up your, your kind of your whole business, so look at your entire business over the past 12 months, what percent would you say the board kind of product is relative to your old legacy product? We had two thirds of the product uh, of the revenue at this point is, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, projected to be board product by the end of the year. Okay. Uh, and one third is going to be our employee collaboration product. Okay. Got it. So, I mean, if board today is doing seven and that's two thirds, mm-hmm. if we add another third, so that puts you at what, 10 or 11 million total ARR by both products. Is that accurate? That's the projection. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, you got you must have a good idea. You got about 30 days left. I have a pretty good idea, but you know, uh, what is interesting is most of my customer base is financial and it, the seasonality is off the charts. Believe it or not, between now and the end of the year, I'm going to do 40% of the year's business. Yeah, that makes sense. 40, 40% of the year's business because there's a lot of budget flush that happens at the end of the year. These guys are planners, uh, you know, and about 50% of my business is coming from the financial uh, services industry. Yeah. The other, other verticals like healthcare, uh, you know, are similarly seasonal. Uh, but there are some businesses which are not seasonal. For example, nonprofits and higher ed, they tend to be not seasonal. Higher ed is seasonal, but you know they're centered around the academic year rather than the financial year. Yep. All right, Parun, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, right now, I'm really digging Principles uh, by Ray Dalio. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I love Elon Musk, but really, as far as studying, I really love Ratan Tata. Hey, which which not, company? It's Tata's in India. What's the, uh, spell the company? T-A-T-A, Tata. Oh, T-A is the company, okay. Yeah. Uh, very good. And then number three, what billing tool do you use for your company? Uh, we're still using uh, QuickBooks. Oh, QuickBooks, wow, okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I've been trying to get, you know, close to six. Recently, you know, I've been uh, short on sleep. I have an 18-month-old at home. Oh, wow. How many kids? Just one? Just one. And married? Yeah. And married, yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> not the kid. All right. Uh, and, 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 and Perun, how old are you? Uh, 43. 43. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? I wish I knew the value of having a really well-vetted and close-knit leadership team. 
Guys, there it you have it. Makes all the difference. It does. Have a close-knit leadership team. Again, you guys heard it here. Launched in 2014. Basically a board management product. Hyper-secure, share the board decks, mobile, tablet, and makes it easy. Typically, people that are paying for it are the CFOs, the CROs, the CEOs on these companies that are preparing the deck. They've got over a 1,000 enterprise customers paying on average ACV of call it 7,000 bucks. So about 7 million bucks right now in ARR, growing 60 to 70% year over year. They've raised $5 million to date, 3% revenue churn per year. That's gross. They add back 12% in expansion. So 109% net revenue retention annually, spending a dollar to get a new dollar in CAC. So healthy payback period there of 12. Team of 100 people based in Indiana as they look to continue to scale. Perun, thanks for taking us to the top. Absolutely. Thank you, Nathan.